Hello everyone and welcome back to Escape to the Cinema. I'm David and I'm joined as always by my good friend James. Hello there. This week it's been a bit of a slow week James but we have got some movie news. I know it's been a bit it's been a bit frustrating. It has been. Obviously Aye. everything's the dates of films are getting changed constantly, films pushed back, films getting not cancelled but what seems to feel like they're getting cancelled and Aye. Aye, just uh nothing new at the cinema. So it has been a bit of a slow week. Aye, there's nothing we can even... I suppose Akira was on, but we missed that and stuff, and we were both busy working, and aye, it's just hard to know what to talk about at the minute, so... That's it. It's a wee bit disappointing, but speaking of films getting pushed back, we've got The Batman now being pushed back into, like, obviously it was 2021 anyway, but it's been pushed back another full year to 2022. I, I found that really strange. A full year? A full, aye. That's bizarre to me that it's a full year. Yep, I don't understand the kind of decision behind that. Uh, what was the re- what was the initial release again? It was um next. I think it was October or November next year. I think. So that's like the part. I, I think maybe that's because that is almost the perfect time to bring that out. It could be. Aye. But I think a full year is a. It's a bit disappointing to her, to be honest. Aye, it's it's the same. Um, like everything. Obviously, we spoke to talk to death about James Bond, but that's when we're not too too bothered about but this is something I'm really excited for and it's just it seems so far away now <laughs> that's it and obviously the danger with that as well is like you literally just said we've talked to death about James Bond and what's going to happen now are we going to keep talk to death about the Batman Aye. are we just going to keep seeing little bits of trailers kind of stills on, on set pictures and then we'll just keep discussing it and then as it eventually just get a bit bored of discussing it Aye, and it's that whole thing it might never We'll hype it up so much, we'll just be disappointed either way when we see it, you know. So that's sad, but it's just the whole year, it seems such a. Well, I mean, the way this year's flown in, I, I don't know if it's that bad, but. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But then again, it, it does seem so far away, and it's something I think we're both really looking forward to, so it's a sad one, but um, we've got some new set photos from it actually, and you can see uh, Batman's got like a gun holstered, so people are kind of. No concern, but they're like, oh, okay, maybe like, well, not like a grappling gun, like an actual gun. It looks like a kind of pistol, like a kind of black. Okay. With a grip, so who knows? Maybe it's uh, some sort of kind of grappling gun type thing. People have just kind of jumped to the conclusion that it's a some sort of handgun, but I I, I preferred Batman not to kill people. But yeah, I, I prefer Batman using only really gadgets and yeah, not killing people as well. Aye, I've always kind of led to believe that that's not what he's about anyway. So. He doesn't kill people, so yeah, I, I think that's the storyline I've always preferred, anyway. Aye, because I'm, I mean, there are comics out there where he's just like to shoot people and stuff. Like that. but no, I prefer him as like the hero, kind <laughs> of honourable type guy. Ah, aye. exactly. But um, aye, that's just a kind of wee bit of info that's came out. But I did see um before. Obviously, Liverpool is now in a full kind of lockdown. Aye. is a new tier system. But I did see they were filming for the Batman in Liverpool. All right. They were filming a, a big funeral scene. Aye, aye. So I think I've seen this, actually. Aye. I, again, I've seen some pictures from that, and no footage of that, but um, just a few kind of stills. But aye. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's it's good that it's the filming's going ahead and we're seeing some more stuff, but with them delaying it an extra year, it's a bit like, it's a bit of a tease, to aye. be honest. It is annoying. I mean, obviously, your filming schedule, they're trying to stick to that as strictly as they can. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they waited for this opportunity to film in Liverpool, even though the UK obviously had a big lockdown, right. and a second they got the chance, they got back to filming. But that means that 
if they can film when they can, they'll still be finished super far ahead of when it will be getting released. Aye, it must just be that they want that release date for whatever reason. Yeah. Just must be box office type thing, but or related to the box office for that whatever weekend they're releasing it. So Yeah. On the one hand we could complain, but if it means they're gonna keep theatres open, then I'm not too worried. But I don't know, I mean it's it's pushing movies back that shuts in a world. Aye. No, that is a good point actually. And I is that is that is the truth of it. It Aye. is. Because there are there are enough people out there to go along and see the films and keep the cinemas actually open. Aye. The film might not be super profitable, but they'll keep the cinemas actually running. But obviously, the studios aren't too concerned. Oh, they should be concerned because if the cinemas shut down, then what do they do? Aye, that's the thing. I mean, I saw an article like two days ago saying that Disney's focusing on its energy on streaming now. So yeah, because obviously we've seen that um, that their new big kind of release. Well, what was it called? With the jazz musician. Soul, oh, Soul, Soul aye, yeah. the Pixar film, aye. Well, that's obviously that. I think we discussed that, but that's coming out straight to streaming. That's aye. coming out on Christmas Day on Disney Plus, and that's a big film. That's a big aye, family a big release, film. Aye. Mm-hmm. Like films like Toy Story, films like uh, Inside Out. These make huge amounts of money at the cinema because you can bring your kids. You can go and see it with anyone. So for them to kind of pull that and put that on the streaming service, that is that is massive. That's that's actually probably. More, they'll lose more money through that than, for example, if they pulled a Tenet or if they pulled, aye, definitely, a, maybe even a James Bond. I, 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 I would say that. I mean, when you look at what the Pixar films make, I, I don't think that's too hard to believe, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd see that as more damaging than them obviously delaying James Bond. Aye, because obviously I mean, that's aye, short aye. term. Because that was due to come out like now. It was due to come out like really soon. Aye, not would it be now. So Christmas Day, that's coming to streaming services. I'm personally quite excited for it. I've seen some really good reviews so far. Uh, well, uh, mixed reviews, but mainly positives. Mainly positives, and it's a film that I definitely want to check out. And I, I can see where Disney's coming from because bringing it out on Christmas Day, I think, is a is a bit of a, a winning idea. Because typically, like for my my personal situation, I I spend Christmas with my family, and that's. I've got like my sister's kids are like three young girls, aye, so aye. we always kind of watch something that's good for them to watch. I just shove a film on, sort of thing. I yeah, exactly. So it will absolutely be getting watched, but I do think it's a bit of a shame that the cinemas are obviously struggling so much. I mean, I don't know if they'll use this as their, their kind of test to see if it's a viable business strategy to release a big film just straight to streaming. I know they've done it with Mulan, but yeah, Mulan. But that was Mulan was a weird one. Again, I've not actually watched it yet. I've not watched it yet. And I feel I should have. I feel I should have gave it a, more of a chance and should have been more excited because I, I do like the animated Mulan I'm movie. The exact same, it's pretty right? good. But I've not got round to, to actually sticking it on yet. I think I'm saving my, my free Disney Plus trial. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save it for the... Uh, I'll probably start it on the, the 15th of December so that I can get the most out of it. Well, that's the thing. You would have had to pay an extra £20 anyway, so... Oh, yeah, True. Was that, that's how, was that how much it was? I think it was like, in America, it was like $30, I think. That's mad. So, I think, I'm pretty sure it was $30, I could be wrong, but it was something pretty high for... And I reckon, I, I, I honestly, without, I, I can't guarantee this, so this is a daft statement, but I reckon that probably just unlocks you being able to watch it on the app. Like you wouldn't actually get like a physical copy, like, you know how Sky do that Sky oh, Cinema, where you can buy a film and they'll send it out when it comes out? Mm-hmm. 
I reckon that Mulan, yeah, it would unlock it on your particular streaming service, but aye. I reckon if you then cancel Disney Plus, you then lose your access to watching Mulan. I'd assume so, aye, because eventually aye. it'll just be accessible on your normal subscription, so yeah. you're basically just paying to watch it early, essentially. So I reckon they're going to do that with Soul then, they must. I'd think so, aye. But then again, it's like I was saying, if they're testing it for this, Christmas Day's a weird one, because people will just put it on to watch. Yeah. So the numbers will be kind of... Yeah, exactly. But um, kind of skewed, you know. So, ah, oh, it is a strange one. No, I do. I think it's a. It is a bit of a shame that um, that's not going to be get seen in the cinemas because that's it for me. That that film makes tons of money. No, because kids go watch. Kids will go watch it hundreds of times. That's the thing. Pixar do make films for everyone. It's like you can yeah. take the kids. You can adults appreciate certain things and like obviously I still love Pixar I watched them in the cinema so like Toy Story 4 was amazing so yeah I, I, can, I, I honestly could have said that Soul is a movie that I would have went to see in the cinema aye 100% I would have as well definitely so it is a shame especially considering the fact that I could have went to see it for a fiver and pot- potentially on Disney Plus like you said there with Mulan it could be 20 quid to watch it aye and plus if it's um, Christmas Day folk will be steaming and they'll be like aye I don't need to go son just put it on <laughs> aye, you know I mean? so, it's Christmas aye it's Christmas <laughs> well aye we'll get you as part of your Christmas <laughs> aye, aye that kind of thing aye so aye that's um, it is a shame I mean like I said the Batman's getting pushed back James Bond's getting pushed back obviously this is coming straight to straight to the kind of streaming services it's, it is it's just a bit of a dire state of affairs right now if there's like a big conspiracy it's going to be this is how Disney succeed. They'll just dominate streaming, and then they might open their own cinemas and open just, their own cinemas and just play Disney films. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I, a scary thought. There's a lot of people out there that would just love cinemas that only play Disney films. Aye, we well, think it's all the Marvel films. They've got they technically own Indiana Jones now. So yeah, I mind uh, an old fact that I always remember is they technically own Pulp Fiction as well. Oh really? Yeah, I think they bought the production company that owned Pulp Fiction is that no Miramax though no I'd have to double check it but I mind that's like a fun fact that like I've seen Aye. somewhere um, you know what I'll actually just double check it so I'm going to see Disney are they touching anything with Weinstein over it do you know what I mean <laughs> not, not at all so but I, I mean they've got Star Wars they've got Indiana Jones which they're very quiet about there's obviously this next one coming up but with James Mangold but that's all very sketchy information so so I just looked up there it says after Disney acquired the independent film studio Miramax in 1993 Pulp Fiction was the first project to receive the green light so technically technically it's a Disney film so they've owned Miramax since 1993 alright oh, they, they, they have sold it since though right so it was technically a Disney film at the time it says so um, the 2010s would commence with Disney shuttering Miramax then selling it as it shifted focus to more lucrative in-house brands. Oh, right. So for a time, they owned the rights to it, essentially. I don't know if they still would. Aye. Depends on the kind of deals they have and yeah. things like that, but... Oh, well, then. They have some... They do have some film repertoire now, honestly. It's massive. Well, they had them. Um, they basically made that uh, Buena Vista. Was it entertainment? Or that was a kind of branch of the tree they could make more... Ad- adult content sounds a bit dodgy, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like they, they could make more um, kind of I like mature. Even mature that, that stuff, still yeah. sounds dodgy. Aye, but do you know what I mean? There's no way of saying there's this. no way you can say it, but something that would be rated a fifteen, say, aye, or even like a twelve with a lot of swearing. Like mm-hmm. they, they could make stuff like that. So Disney wants more stuff than you you realise. Oh, absolute massive talk about a corporation, but I, I, it's just so funny because you mentioned the Marvel thing there, and uh, 
is there's just so much things that they have access to Aye, so, well, Star Wars as well do you know what I mean it's it's crazy but I think that'll be the future just Disney cinemas and people pay ridiculous amounts to have their film screened in it or something so <laughs> it may be it yeah uh, it's, uh, it's funny that because obviously there's, there's a kind of dying breed of directors that would fight it but they're not going to be I around Christopher forever. Nolan would be like get this to fuck do you know Aye, what I mean? Tarantino and, uh, as well Tarantino so. as well and um, well, we've already seen well Martin Scorsese hates Marvel films so. that's it he's already came out and criticised them but these guys aren't really going to be making films forever Nolan probably has a, a good shelf life left on him aye definitely aye but um, both Tarantino and Scorsese definitely don't no definitely not but um, I pushbacks like I feel like we're on the chase talking about pushbacks <laughs> <laughs> um, iTunes has been pushed back to 2021 so, 2021 see to be fair I, it's late 2021 so it's still a while it is still a while but I did I, I, I thought this was this would break earlier I thought this was going to come out earlier see after watching that aye. trailer and then obviously looking at the way things have been I, I was just waiting for this announcement aye. I mean I was disappointed when I seen it but also I think that it, it actually maybe it could do better as a summer release possibly aye I think so well it's saying it's late 2021 so I don't know if they mean late as in November or ah oh, right yeah so just like ah oh, just like late in like kind of asterisks they can release it whenever they Aye, want whenever they want so <laughs> it could be like July and it's like yeah halfway through the year but do we know if that was pushed back just due to what's going on in the world or due to things not being quite right with it yet from what I've seen it's just been like COVID related just so. COVID related ah oh, right the no no one's really kind of expanding on it they're just like ah oh, it's they just think they're going to lose too much money just now. Rightfully so. Because, I mean, Tenet's basically... I saw an article titled The Film That Tried to Save Cinemas But Ended Up Killing It or something, and which I don't think is true, but it's... Yeah, I wouldn't say that's true. That's very harsh, because I know a lot of people that like that film. It's just, I think it's been the wrong film for people to just go back to the cinema, because it's the kind of thing you obviously have to concentrate on and yep. have multiple viewings, which the multiple viewing thing, I think, see Inception, that made over, was it like 800 million, or it made some ridiculous amount of money, and that's like an original property, it's just a purely fictional story, it's no based yeah. on anything that came before it sort of thing, so if they could have done Inception money, it'd have been mental, but yeah. unfortunately I think it, it, it must have, so. it's, by now it's probably broken even, I reckon. I'd assume it's at least broken even by now, aye. Which, um, all things considered, don't get me wrong, companies like people aren't going to turn down Christopher Nolan because no, this film not. didn't make a massive no, amount no. of money. Because, obviously, one, considering what's going on in the world, and uh, obviously, two, considering the cinemas were shut for a long time. So, it's not as if he's 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 going to be nervous about not getting to do anything else. But, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think we could have done with an easier, kind of more laid back reintroduction to the cinema. Aye. Because it was ten. That was that was the first film we went back to see. It's actually the first podcast we made. That was what it was I based would have on. Been, eh? mm-hmm. But obviously, since then we've seen Bill and Ted in the cinema, and that that would have been that's dead laid back and easy to watch. Um, even Unhinged. I mean, Unhinged was just we probably enjoyed that more than we normally would, just because we were back yeah. in the cinema, just kind of chilling out and stuff. But I think if you maybe releasing a Pixar film at that time could have brought more people, but. There is people. Hundred percent. There is people are kind of scared to bring their kids out and stuff, and th- there is that factor as well. So it is. It's impossible to say. Well, I don't know. I mean, the the schools aren't in just now, and I I, I was in um, Asda today, which Aye. obviously next to the cinema, and it was pretty bouncing. There was a there was a, like a lot of kids there. I was in the supermarket yesterday, and it was like a Saturday. It was that busy. Aye. It was crazy. So, 
that's interesting to see as well how that's affected it. But no, nah, it's it's it is sad to think that right now you can't really go and watch anything new. You go in and watching kind of reruns of old stuff, Aye. which I know it sounds strange. I like doing that when there's new stuff out as well. But I'm, just, I'm not the biggest fan of it just for the sake when of the, I, exactly. Like we we've seen um, Escape from New York and that was fun because it was just like a bit of a throwback. And Aye, it's a film we both like. Yeah, Aye. I just can't imagine going to the cinema. Because I usually go to the cinema twice a week, mm-hmm. so um, I can't imagine going twice a week to see films one I've already seen and two that a lot of the films that are on just now I've seen I've seen in the cinema as well already. Aye, and you know that no. sort of thing. Aye, it's one thing that. Um, that I'd like to see them change up a little bit. Go uh, go older with the films. They've re-released Alita very recently. Yeah, I've seen that. And I, I quite I quite like Alita. I've got quite a soft spot for it. I think I I think the the story is shallow as anything. It's but, not great. Aye. But the effects are spot on, and the uh, I do like how colourful and fast paced, and I I do like the film. Aye, I do have a lot of time for it. Um, I've watched it maybe three times now. Yeah, I've watched it. Um, I watched it once in cinema, and then I seen that it was on. Um, I did see that it was on Sky. Oh, sorry, no, now TV. I don't have Aye. Sky. Don't make that much money. But <laughs> I mean, I watched it on Sky, so there you go. Oft, oh, what a flex! <laughs> no, I um, I, I seen it was on now TV, so I decided I'd just stick it on, and it's good. It's good for a second watch as well. Well, that's the thing. My parents actually watched it and enjoyed it, which is the kind of film they would normally. They'd be like, "What is this?" Yeah, they obviously kind of connected it and stuff, and obviously we've spoke about digital humans and stuff uh, last week, I think it was. But yeah, she's one of the kind of, but it's weird. I didn't bring it up at the time, but you really buy the fact that she's a character and she doesn't feel like a CG thing all the time. Absolutely, then. absolutely. That was like one of the most immersive uses of that I've had so far. Because some people are kind of complaining, they're like, "Oh, it's too creepy looking." But and I'm very, you hear the way I go on about CGI all the time, but it really sold it for me. I had no issues at all, like the big eyes and stuff. It, she's no. She's not quite human looking. She's kind of cartoony, but yeah, you know. So, I know I I did like it. So I got distracted there. The uh, advert for the Fat Man is on. The Fat Man. You not seen this? No. Oh, this is amazing. So this is um, oh, what's his name again? Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus. All right. Right, and basically, some kid isn't happy with his Christmas presents or isn't happy with how much he got. So he hires a hitman to, to go after Santa. Santa. I love that idea. It's actually it's amazing. That's what it is, and it just looks brilliant. It just looks really kind of like just dead kooky and funny. Is that Walt Walton Goggins? That's Walton Goggins, and I like him. It has a surprisingly good cast, and it's just, I it just looks really fun. Right, kind of starts looks... off with like Santa doing like target practice, shooting a rifle, and that. It just it looks brilliant. Uh, I'm really up for it. <laughs> I'm very sold on this already. It's kind of sad because. I like Mel Gibson as more of a director than a... I think he's a good actor as well, but I think he's a very good director. Oh, I think he's a fantastic director. But, See, Apocalypto, one of my favourite films of all time. But it's just sad there's so much controversy surrounding him. Like, oh, it's sad that he's such a fucking maniac. I see his racism and stuff. And Aye. The thing is, like... And everyone... Obviously, he's he's on that bandwagon that everyone in Hollywood's a paedophile. Aye. And the thing is, like, the first time he done it, it was horrible and stuff like that. And I mind when he was, like drunk out of his tits on his wee private island shooting a shotgun at the bloody <laughs> helicopters coming over he's just he's an absolute maniac but the thing is it took a long time and a lot of people were never going to forgive him sort of thing but 
he starts to kind of come back and then he just done it again and you're like <laughs> so I really don't have any time for the guy now but he gave us a wee dose of normality and then aye, just completely fucked it again and I mean I, I'm all for giving people the benefit of the doubt maybe he was no, that's an excuse to be. And you re- got divorced. I think that's what said it back. I think off. that's what. But like I said, no, it. There's never any excuse to be racist or whatever. But you don't know what the guys are going through. Sounds like you're about to say, but. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but well, I. You don't know if he's what he's on substance abuse and alcohol, and he, he could have just flipped, you know, because he comes across that crazy kind of guy. So like, if he comes back and apologises, fair enough. We'll see what happens. But then, no, Mel, you've just fucked it. So ah, uh, exactly. No time for the guy, but. It's it's a shame because even um even though he's a bit kind of older now, he still does for me pretty damn good films. I mean, Bloodfather was really good. I don't know if you saw yeah, yeah. that. I I thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one where his, his daughter works in like the fuck the chemical company and she gets killed at the very start? I um I was about to say what lies beneath. That's a completely different film. Different, <laughs> but yeah, what's it called? It's Dark what? No, not Dark Waters. No, um, it's like Darkest Hour or dark, something like that. Anyway. Um, no, it's Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill. Darkest oh, that's Hour. Darkest Hour. What is that called? It's Dark Some. It's based on like a TV show, is it not? Like a, it's Martin Campbell who directed it. The Sky, no Skyfall, Casino Royale director. Yeah, it's really good though. Like it's. I, I mean, remember that's, it at the time. That's Mel Gibson a bit older as well. I think that is that not when he started to come back again. That's yeah, that's it. That was that, like that his comeback kinda, film. Um, his bit of a turnaround film. I'm just checking what it was called now. Edge of Darkness. Aye. Edge of Darkness. Because since then. He's actually done some good ones. Again, like you said, Bloodfather's pretty good. Um, he did that, The Professor and the Madman. I've not watched that. Is, is that like a straight-to-streaming thing? Yeah, that was straight to Amazon. Aye, I saw it on there, but I've, I've not watched it. It's, I think it's pretty damn good. He's Aye. kind of the guy that made the dictionary. Oh, right, okay. The dictionary or the thesaurus. The do- I think it's the dictionary anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, basically there's a kind of psychotic doctor who's in a jail and they communicate with each other and they help each other out. And... Hi, genuinely, it is pretty good for a straight to streaming. It's pretty good, and he's obviously had a lot of time to work in a Scottish accent because he's Scottish in this, uh, and it's better, and it's much much better than Braveheart. So I might give it a go. It's just for me, it's hard to separate him for the the kind of person he is in real life. Unfortunately, because he is a good actor, but I, I do struggle. So yeah, I I I I would agree, but I I do like him as an actor and I do like him as a director. So. I wouldn't not go and see something because he's in it. Right, okay. Aye. But talking about movies straight to streaming, oh my gosh, what a transition. Oh. Uh, I've got a few wee kind of bits of movie news. The, um, obviously, Borat is getting a second Borat movie. I was surprised at it. I'm very surprised, especially in, like, modern kind of times. Do you want to know a weird fact? I've never seen the first Borat. You know, I've actually only ever seen... I've, I think I've seen it all... I've never sat and watched it as a film, one like, film. I know the part from it, obviously. Yeah, because like, yeah, oh, you can't help it, but everyone repeats it. But no, I think I'm the same as you. I think I've, I think I've watched it in like maybe 30, 40 minute segments to get through aye, it. Aye. And um, for me, I don't know. I, I just don't think I, I didn't find it that funny. I really didn't. I it's like we spoke kind of about a similar subject before. It's um, like see if you see Sasha Baron Cohen in interviews, he's a really like highly intelligent person yeah, that he comes his, across his humour is stand on a rake humour absolute pish and his humour's that kind of let's be offensive to be funny like yep. sort of like make you uncomfortable which can work at times but for somebody so intelligent it seems strange that's his yeah. brand of humour almost you know yeah uh, no I 
he's here's a strange one because there's not many films that that he's in that I actually like. No. Um, the only standout performance I can think that I actually enjoyed, I liked him in Talagator Nights. Oh, I've not seen that. But... Um, the obviously um, comedy with yeah, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Did I say Colin Ferrell? What the? F- anyway, <laughs> that's like my kind of mistake. <laughs> Will Ferrell, and that that is one. That film's really funny anyway, and I can't recommend it enough. But he is very funny in that, Aye. and it's because it's a much more kind of subdued, just kind of. It is funny at the end of the day, but Aye. Borat, I just nah, I'm not there for it. Bru- uh, was it Bruno? The Bruno, one that he I made? never saw that. Like, uh, that I've was, seen the cover for it in the DVD, and that's about it. So. That was absolute trash. I absolutely hated it. And then, um, did he do Zoolander? Or am I getting mixed up? No, no, no. It's um, it was Ben Stiller, but I don't think he was in. He might have been in the sequel. I don't know. Maybe I've not I seen the sequel. Mixed up. I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind the Dictator. I didn't mind that. I think when that came out, it was the right age to find it funny, sort of thing. I think so as well, because I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't even go back and watch it. No. But um, there are a few kind of stand jokes that in my head. That I'm like, I do. I remember finding it a wee bit funny. Aye, aye. I, uh, is it a boy or is it an abortion? That's quite, <laughs> that is that is a funny. Joke. That is funny. Aye. But no, I'm not. Um, I'm not overly fussed. I don't even think that I'll. I wouldn't. I would definitely be rushing to watch it. It's coming straight to Amazon. I think it's actually this month. I think it is, I Apparently I saw a thing today he was fearing for his life filming some of it. So, oh really? So I mean I guess they're getting into some do- like dodgy situations with people so. I was going to check what date that's coming out. Do you remember when he got kicked out the Oscars for pouring the fake ashes on the red carpet? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? <laughs> See at the time I was like that's such a disgrace. I'd love to be invited to the Oscars and I wouldn't act like that, but when you kind of know what the Oscars stands for, you're like, yeah. fair enough, big man, that's quite funny. So, 23rd of October, oh, that's a not... quick Google search came back, so um, hopefully that's right, but it is coming straight to Amazon, so it shouldn't be shouldn't be a big hold-up. See, I'm distracted by this film trailer because Audrey Plaza's in it, so... Aye. Again, she's, her comedy for me can be hit and miss. See, I like her because that's the kind of... I feel like I act like weird like that just half the time I'm the only person who thinks I'm funny sort of thing <laughs> alright do you know what I mean so I, I really like her uh, I, did, I, did, I did like her in uh, that film with Zac Efron and um, what's his name it's like Bad Grandpa or something oh I didn't even watch that you know I didn't actually mind it at all was right. she was in like, that though it was okay I've heard people like it's a disgrace Robert De Niro does this and I'm like well he chose to do it. He's he with his wife. Was, he needs money. <laughs> I mean, he's like. But no, you can tell he's actually quite into it. I, uh, I, I, I didn't mind it. He's, but, he's funny in real life and in interviews. He's like really quiet. Yeah, Robert De Niro. He just doesn't really talk much. Aye. I don't know if you've seen that. It's quite funny. But obviously, so Borat Two is coming straight to Amazon, and another film that Amazon has splashed the cash on to get a hold of is Coming to America Two, which I am excited for. That's the thing, it's coming out very soon and we've not even seen a trailer or... Well, I don't think there's been a trailer that I've heard of, but... Because it's this December it comes out, is it? Is it not? Um, yeah, I think... It, I'm going to check the date for that as well, because... I've seen that in the same article as Borat, suggesting that it Aye. was coming out this month. Yeah, we think saying that um, Eddie Murphy's Coming to America moves from Paramount to Amazon Studios. Do you like the first film? I've not seen it in a while, but I did like it. I do, I Aye. like it a lot. Uh, 18th of December was for that release date as well. There's just like wee funny things I remember from it. 
when he does he not get go in his balcony in the morning? He's like, I'm I love being in this country, and the guy's like, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that is so stupid. But no, I I, I do I, I do um again I've not seen it for a while, but uh, I do know that from just remembering it, I do like it. I think I could be wrong, but I think it's Samuel L. Jackson's first on-screen appearance. Yeah, is that he's in the uh, is it the famous diner scene that he's in as well? Aye, with the. Um, the mop, the mop. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure uh, it's his first or his first like big film. Is that right? I think I'm sure it is. I. That that's not like that old. It's not. It's like late eighties. So. Because I think it's eighty eight. Aye, that sounds about right. And uh, I think Samuel Jackson. I feel like I've been like seeing him in films from way before from before then. Well, he was in every film after that. So. <laughs> he's, in, I, he's pretty much in every film after that. <laughs> but um, no, it's from what I remember, it's funny but it could be no nostalgia because it's not a film I typically kind of yeah. like think about but there are wee moments like um, I said to you it's called the the father character he owns a restaurant called McDowell's and yeah. McDonald's are trying to sue him all the time and just stupid things like that it's so funny so I actually have a lot of time Freddie Murphy's an actor I think he's a good like comedic and serious actor I yeah I do, I do one of my growing up and actually, I rewatched it, and it, it actually held up better than I thought it would. Because I thought, oh no, I, I've kind of cast myself in the cast of rewatching something from when you were younger and not liking it. But forty-eight hours and another forty-eight hours, it's still good, still great, still aye. absolutely fantastic. And uh, I said, Murphy, and I plays like a con man who gets a forty-eight-hour jail pass aye, to help aye. this detective solve a case, and obviously the second one. It's not as good, but it's still good. And, yeah, I liked him in Beverly Hills Cop as well. Aye. I think that's the first one. That's maybe my... I don't know if it's my favourite Eddie Murphy film, but it's pretty close. Yeah, I liked it. I like him in... Um, I liked his... When I was younger, again, I haven't seen it for a long time, so it might be terrible, but I liked him in Doctor Doolittle. Oh, aye, aye. aye. I remember that. Remember that when you were younger? I forgot about that, aye. I don't know if it'd hold up now, but... I don't think so, but... No, I liked it when I was in younger. In my head, it's good. <laughs> so, a, there was a sequel as well, I'm sure. Oof. Was it not? Uh, probably, but I, I reckon they didn't get Eddie Murphy for it. I think they did. Is it not like he helps a bear to hibernate or something? Oh, I mean... You know, actually, younger me is all there for that right now, <laughs> as you're saying that. Or it could just be the first one, I don't know, but... I mean, obviously, we can't forget his fantastic performances in Shrek. As Donkey. Aye. Ah, you kind of forget about that, don't you? Unreal. So, yeah, overall, I've got an... Obviously, we spoke about it before, Dolomite is my name on Netflix. I really need to watch that. Still uh, haven't watched it? No, yet, no. We should go back and watch the... It's Rudy Ray Moore, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. We should go back and watch his films, because a couple of them have been added to Prime recently, so... Oh, okay, okay. Well, you should go back and watch Dolomite is my name first, but... <laughs> I that, don't worry. But um, I, I like him and... Um, Lying to the listeners, Dave, I remember... <laughs> Let's run that back. Play that clip from episode four. <laughs> I'm sure I said I hadn't seen it, but we'll, we'll run with it anyway. So. Um, no, but did you think of the Naughty Professor films? Were you ever a fan of them? Uh, you know, weirdly enough, uh, I should re- I should rewatch them because I remember being young and not actually getting it. I liked the first one, I think. I remember. Is it like, I just remember the, like a gym montage scene, a funny gym scene. Aye, he basically makes a, a serum to make him th- thin. But he turns into a different personality. Yeah. So he's like fighting. And he's like pure sex appeal, isn't he? Aye, aye. aye. So um, and the second one, I don't. I'm getting them like they're kind of merging into the one, <laughs> one film in my head. But I don't think they'd stand up as well or hold up as well. But no. You've got Daddy Daycare. That was in the kind of 
downward slope. But. Yeah, also Chuck. Is it Chuck? Where he plays like the guy with a robot in his head. No, is that not Meet Dave? That is Meet Dave. What am I thinking of? Who even knows? I don't even know what I'm thinking of. <laughs> he was in that Pluto Nash film. I've never seen that. I've never seen that either. Apparently know. that's like... I think it's lost the most money out of any film ever or something. Oh, really? I think it's some weird fact. I could be making that up, but it's, there's a weird fact about it that it's it made literally no money. So, Oofed. Like it's still no ever broke even after all this time. So, But yeah, that, that Meet Dave film wasn't very good either. No, he's been in... He's got more bad films than good, but his good films are really good. He you know? has, but I feel like he's been good in the bad films. Do you he, know what I mean? He's always good. Aye, that's the thing. It's like, aye, he's just always kind of on point, but... Yeah. Was his, I don't know what his most recent film. I think it's... I was about to say Showgirls. That's a completely different thing. Whoa, um, hey! What's, um, <laughs> what's Everyone he's... knows why you're watching that film, Dave. <laughs> no, Dreamgirls. Um, they get the Oscar nomination for it. Remember he plays the guy in the club? I forget his name. We, um, I was going to say Angelica Houston. What's her name? The singer. Whitney Houston. <laughs> no, no, Whitney Houston. Have you said Houston there? No, no. Um, what's her name? Jennifer. Oh, she was. She's a big singer. What's her name? No big as in. I don't mean she's big. I just mean <laughs> famous. I'm not body shaming her. <laughs> no, no, no. What's her name? It's Jennifer. I'm going to have to look this up. Hold on. Uh, Jennifer Hudson? Jennifer Hudson, that's it. Aye. I'm thinking of her. He was in that film. But he was in that. Um, Tower Heist film that was pretty shite. My dad liked yes, that film. Yes, when they steal they steal the car. But it's made out of solid gold and they like winch out. Aye, and, like, and it's like that would weigh so much. <laughs> like you wouldn't even get it up there in the first place. Oh, throwback for you, haunted mansion. <sighs> See, I didn't even like that at the time. What? That was a banger at the time. I liked that a lot. In fact, I think I saw that in the cinema and I liked it because it was like two thousand five. Is that right? Four five. Yeah, it's got a shocking. 34 Metascore and 5 out of 10 on IMDb, but I, I, I actually do remember liking that. At the time, I, but I think I've watched it when I was like a wee bit older, like only a couple of years later, and I was like, this is boss, so. Honestly, there's so many, I, I'm just on his filmography here, by the way, and there's so many films that either one I forgot or two just didn't even know existed. You ever watch Showtime? No. It's him and Robert De Niro. Oh, wait, I've heard of that. It's a, a spoof buddy cop movie. That sounds like it had potential for the time. Aye. When was that, like, early 90s? Um, let me just check the date on that one. I'm going to say 92. No, that was, that was, it was 2002, actually. Oh, 2002. Ten years ago. Because you, uh, you hit me with the two, and <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, but no, he's, his re- most recent thing before this resurgence is a film called Mr. Church, and it's... Seven point six out of ten. It's pretty damn high rated. Is that kind of indie type thing? Yeah, it's uh, Mr. Church tells a story of a unique friendship that develops between a little girl and her dying mother. Oh, I'm all right. I'm sure we can get that on streaming. Definitely. Probably. Yeah, that was like an Amazon release as well. But I'm, yeah, I'm kind of liking how Amazon or or just streaming in general is kind of it's given older actors a chance to kind of come back if they've. Oh, he's actually got a few a few interesting upcoming projects. Oh, really? We've hit. We've got an untitled "Grumpy Old Men" project, All right. which uh, so far only confirmed actors are him and Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Triplets. That's been going on forever, though. I don't think they'll ever make that. I think they will because on top build cast we've got Devito, Schwarzenegger, and Murphy. So can you even make that nowadays, though? Because well, not just freak people out. I, I, I'm saying nowadays. I think there's enough. I think there's enough like, people that would go and watch it from watching the first one. Possibly, I. 
And then another surprising one, as we just mentioned it there, Beverly Hills Cop 4. Oh. Are these just, like, speculated things or actual? Um, there's enough on them. Like, there's, um, there's already a filming location listed for this. Oh, right, okay. So, that, to me, tells me that there's at least some potential for it being real. Right. Okay. So, I Eddie Murphy's making a bit of a resurgence. I guess he just made a load of money and kind of was like, last few films are a bit shit, I'll just no bother, so. Yeah, I wait for the actual right thing to come along. Aye. Which is a better shout, to be honest. I mean, if you don't desperately need the money, like in, say, Nick Cage or whatever. Like, uh, what's his name? Your man from Die Hard? Or Bruce Willis. Oh, man. Why does he... Bruce Willis will say yes to anything. That's the thing, though. I love him as an actor, but he just seems like an absolute dick. I think that's the best word to describe him. Well, I, I mean, we've shared stories before about kind of reports of him on set being an absolute pain in the tits. Well, I think it was maybe Die Hard 4 or 5. He was like hours late for shooting and he was like eating his lunch somewhere. I reckon five. In a restaurant, right? Probably given up by that point. And they went to get him and he's they're like, Oh, you're like two hours late, what are you doing? He's like, What oh, do you think they're gonna fire John McLean? And they're like he's like I mean, he is right, but I, <laughs> you know it's exactly. I'm kinda of the whole reason people are coming to see this movie. So it's sad because I do really like him and I like him as a obviously Die Hard's one of my favourites and that's the kind of role I always think of him in. But things like Unbreakable and the Sixth Sense, I think he's so good in the films. I think he's really good. I think quieter. he was he was peak performance when he had like a little bit of hair left. Aye, like just enough I to think, still brush it a wee bit. Aye. aye, I think when he lost the hair, he's he lost everything. See, that's the thing. Maybe he's just never had the, a hair transplant. Maybe if he gets the hair back, he'll completely change. Great suggestion. Remember he was in Moonrise Kingdom and he had a wig on? I was like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's all Bruce Willis. <laughs> Have you aye. ever um have you ever heard uh have you ever heard him sing? I have, I. Class. He's not bad. Aye. Aye. See He's that, not the worst. The song I think it's called uh Down by the Boardwalk. Aye aye. And I Unreal. He wanted a singing career, but aye. Eddie Murphy, incidentally, was the same. Absolute bop of a song, it is so it is. Um a lot of actors do that to try and have a singing career. Like Robert Downey Jr.'s the same. He's got a few albums out. Will Smith. Will Smith. He kinda I I can accept uh, him as a, a singer though. I can absolutely. He's pretty good. Um, who else is there? Kevin Costner. He's got like a country western band. Oft. Um, who else is there? <laughs> I need to look that one up. It's funny if you actually look up actors who have obviously Jared Leto, but we don't like him. So. Oh, uh, Will Ferrell can play the drums really good, and I believe he's filled in for the Red Hot Chili Peppers before. Oh really? Hi. Well, is that drummer he's that really he good. The drummer for who's busy his name? He looks just like Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, they've done like a. Aye, 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 aye. I've seen a few things, but. Man, talented people out there. Aye. I mean, we're not jealous or anything, but... Nah. Any other movie news catch your attention this week? Just, um, well, we'll get to the Star Trek thing in a second, but Ready Player One, there's a sequel book coming out. Not an actual sequel to the film, but... Oh, so like like, like a... Like a an, just a, a follow-up Graphic book. novel, or... No, it's just an a, actual book. Just a novel, it's the same. Ernest Klein. So it's not got pictures, I don't know if I'm there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think we had too much... Um, visual stimulation with the film so I think ah, a, a book would a total be nice disgusting mess that's what it was but um, the, the follow up it's I've got a big synopsis but I'll kind of squish it down for yeah you. I would try to so like days after the main character wins the, the contest with easter eggs just <laughs> imagine being like he hit some really hard times and <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he sw- what is it he switches it off on a Thursday and a Friday when everybody's uh, all, all I don't know right like, Thursday and a Friday what a Dick, honestly. Hi. What if there's people who literally that's all they do? Do yeah. you know what I mean? 
and they're sitting in a wee, they're all having wee shitty like trailers and stuff. Just imagine Dave, like you're working as the Monday shifts come out. Uh, I need you in back shift uh, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, early Saturday, Sunday. I'm off Thursday, Friday. Uh, <laughs> oh, the way, it's just a shot today. Aye, uh, sorry, mate. I don't need day off and that. Maybe, maybe take the dog for a walk. Aye, <laughs> go out and walk in all the smog because it's like post-apocalyptic future aye. almost. You living know? in stacked caravans. Aye. But, aye, sorry, I interrupted you there. Carry on. No, it was worth it. It was a good wee, a good wee interjection. So he, he basically finds something in the Halliday's vaults and it's like a big technology that's going to change the world and it's much more addictive than the Oasis and Wondrous and all this kind of stuff um, and there's a final easter egg to find just like basically oh that's cheap there's a big new villain who last time they just wanted to steal the Oasis I liked the villain in the actual film Aye. I also liked his motivation as well but this time it's a villain who actually if he doesn't get what he wants he's going to destroy humanity as well oh, said what? so it basically sounds like your sequel like doing it bigger better sort Aye. of thing the kind of sequel tropes but no mention of a, a film follow-up or anything because the book's not actually out yet, so... Yeah. But the the film made $582 million at the Massive. Worldwide box office, so... It is, it's a, it's, it is a massive film, and... I don't I, hate the film I, or anything, I, but... I, I wouldn't say... I don't, no, I don't hate it, but I definitely don't like it that much. It's got so much potential, if, if that's the thing. Um, and I think it's weird to choose... As much as I'm a, I love Spielberg, he's probably my favourite filmmaker ever. Like absolute fanboy, but I think he's such a weird choice for that yeah. film because he didn't want to include any his own material. I strange in the book, which is obviously is good for the point of view as he's not like a, he's not like up his own ass or whatever. But the book's like heavily. There's a lot of stuff to like ET and Jurassic Park and all that kind of stuff. And oh, I could easily be in there. And he just didn't want to put it in because he's like, oh, I can't like reference myself. That's just stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So I think it's weird to put someone like that as a director. But I it was all very very loud and loads of stuff going on at once and the plot doesn't really make sense and honestly it's I think nothing about it screams that it was made by Spielberg no I mean maybe when you actually see the the real life stuff um, a wee bit near the end yeah, of stuff maybe yeah but, um, I'll give you that but actually, I think in the Oasis it's like, everything as soon as anything in the Oasis happens it's like it was written by a 14 year old it was just aye. it's such a, it's such a, a mess of everything and it all looks very nice. Um, some people complained about the visual effects, but for me that was a kind of high point. I thought the visual effects were. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything wrong with them at all. Like seeing like the Iron Giant fighting, like and there's a DeLorean driving past and for Back to the Future. I'm all about that. Do you know what I mean? But yep. it's not really an excuse to have a a weak story. But I don't, kind of this whole plugging into like an online world. Uh, I. I don't know. I just don't know how I like it to be done because we've had a few films that Aye. kind of flop this idea, and um, fun, funnily enough, my kind of one of my favourite things that's ever done it is actually an anime. It's a I think it's sold out online. Mm-hmm. Does it where everyone kind of they go out buy the kind of headsets and that, Aye. put them on, and then they're just locked in. They actually can't get out. All right, forever. I until, until they beat the game. Oh, and, right, right. and then so if you never beat the game, you never get to come out. You basically go into a coma. Right. And it's again, that's really dark. But um, yeah, I just I don't know, like the whole idea of the oasis and that. Again, it's not really something that interests me in real life. So I mean, in real life, I'd be all about it. So would you? I just in terms of escaping the world, sort of thing. And not that I hate the world that much, but it'd be nice just to kind of do what you want, sort of thing. I like I say, drive the DeLorean or whatever. But yeah, I think for me, where it kind of faltered was. Like set up your rules because they make a big deal about them getting this. What's it called? The 
treadmill thing, but it's like omnidirectional, so you can run in any direction. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it's like upgrading your actual hardware. Aye, but then the main villain's just sitting down the whole time, but he's still walking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that works. If you get like a joypad to walk about, surely that'd be too complicated. Or um, like, is, is his headset so advanced that all he has to do is think about moving and he moves? It could be, but that's the thing. I think they have that technology in real life. People in wheelchairs can just like aye, aye. imagine themselves moving and they move. So like, they didn't really set that up and then they have these suits where you can like feel things and I'm like, well, if you're playing a shooter, why do you want to feel yourself getting Aye, shot? Or <laughs> absolutely no chance. Or like, at the end, he kicks him in the, the balls yep. and the, you see the red kind of flashing and I'm like, and it's funny, but why would you wear a suit that deliberately gives you a disadvantage? Aye. Do you know what I mean? Because like, if someone isn't wearing that and you're like playing a game like a shooter or that, Aye. every time they get hit, they're going to have an effect. Whereas if Aye. you're not wearing that, every character's just like walking through it like it's nothing. Like Superman, I so... That was kind of strange to me. Um, not strange to me, but it's as if they just didn't think about it. And See, parts of it just, like you said, for me, oh, like I said, sorry, it's like it was written by a 14-year-old, because the first time we see that big shooter, where they're kind of like king of the hill, climb up the pyramid, aye, aye, aye. you've got, like, some people that are just, like, regular guys with a assault rifle, then you've got, like, Superman floating in the background, aye. you're like, I'm like, well, that, that person just wins. I'm like, aye, every time, it doesn't make aye. any sense. No, it's very... Um, There's very a, lot of hop, a lot of holes in it. Inconsistencies, I. But the the kind of standout of that whole film for me, just even watch this sequence on YouTube, the the whole shining sequence. Yep. They literally, there's no any footage for the original film. It's all CGI. It's been recreated and that's pretty good. Then I they done like digital scans. I think they, I don't know if that makes any sense. They scanned the film or whatever, but then recreated every single element within the frame and CG, and then rebuilt. So they could it. add their stuff in. Aye, and it's a full three D environment, and it just looks. See, like the film grain and everything, it looks just yeah. like the film. And it's that's it's crazy to me that that even was able to be done. I like in CG, it's because it's so photorealistic. So. Yeah, it is. Uh, genuinely, especially the bit with the two wee girls. Aye, aye, it's like. Looks unbelievable. There's a bit where they pan through. I just presumed that that was either A, old footage that had been enhanced. Aye. Or. I was the exact same, aye. I don't even know if they somehow like managed to like, get <laughs> two actors that look the exact same, but. But there's a bit, they, they kind of dolly through the, the staircase. Um, where Jack would have walked up in the original film and you see that whole kind of big um, dining room, dining hall type thing. Yeah, yeah, another scene. And I was like, that's literally just for the film. It must be cut footage for the film, but aye, there's no like one single practical element in that apparently. So. That's so stranger because they could have saved themselves a fortune. <laughs> aye, I mean, they could have, but then again, you don't know how much they'd pay for licensing the footage. So Yeah, I, I, to be fair. And how much, of that would, how much of that would actually be usable sort of thing. So, But no, that's... If you're not interested in the film, just Google that we've seen if you're interested in filmmaking, because it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Well, the other kind of, again, obviously, just now we're sticking to the kind of theme of movie news, because obviously haven't been able to go to the cinema to watch anything new yet, but um, I've seen that they have kind of brought out a few of the cast for the new, well, not new, but, well, it's a new Mad Max film, but it's... Like a prequel type Like a prequel type thing. Um, Mad Max, uh, The Wasteland, it's getting called... Aye. Tells more of the Furiosa backstory, and an actor that we both like has been cast as as Furiosa, which is uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Aye, I like her a lot. Aye, I think you're a big you're a big fan of the Mad Max Fury Road, aren't you? I'm a big fan. Um, I think I saw it twice in the cinema. Yeah, only twice because I literally had no time to see it again. But I would have <laughs> went to see it about five times if I could have. So obviously, Chili's Theron did a great Aye. kind of role in that. What do you think of? Anya Taylor-Joy being cast. Well, that's the thing. If they're doing a prequel, 
They seem to be, there's this obsession with kind of going back and, like we said, with Uncharted having a, a young Nathan Drake, so yeah. if you're casting anyone to play that character, she's a great pick. I wonder if she'll shave her head. Possibly, aye. It's, um, I just think it's strange to kind of go back and do that, because Charlize Theron's, she's recognised for that role now, and it's yeah. already... I, I mean, it's literally, you see her on the cover of the movie. Aye, and I don't If like, you went out and bought Fury Road right now. Aye, it's her on the cover, aye. basically. I don't want to say iconic because it's not been out long enough to kind of be no but it technically is it's like it's going to be a kind of iconic character so it's strange they're not falling up with her for another film I would like to see her I, I, I don't know I really like Annie Taylor-Joy I'm the same I think she's got a great career ahead of herself but I, I don't I, I do think it's a bit strange you could easily have just cast Charlize Theron I think she's young Aye. enough looking that you could even have her play a younger her I definitely um even with like some face makeup and I mean you don't, even have, you don't even have to de-age it because she doesn't she's one of the actresses or and doesn't, it doesn't have to be set years and years before she doesn't really age much anyway do you know I mean she's no. always looked pretty much the same so I, I think you could just use her but obviously it's going to get to a point she is too old to play the, the part ah, so right, true. I feel like maybe do something with her first but you just read there it's that, that story was written before Fury Road so yeah. Maybe it's just a prequel story and they want to get it made, so maybe they just don't have a story for the other character the or the other character, the other actor we've seen cast and we don't know what character he'll be playing is Chris Hemsworth. Aye, that's right. So that'll be interesting because I'm still not quite sold on Chris Hemsworth. I was gonna say the pretty much the same thing, I So um I'd I'd actually quite like to see a quite a serious grungy role from him. because he, he kinda I don't mean pretty boy, but he always plays that kind of handsome guy like action yeah. hero type thing and it's and his attempts at more serious films go unnoticed uh, did you did you even see that film where he played Moby Dick no no I've saw the, heart, the heart of the sea aye I've saw the trailer and stuff but I've no that seemed it. like a much more serious role a lot kind of darker and I didn't even bother seeing it so. no I'm the same and it, it literally just popped into my head there which is very rare because <laughs> you know I could easily have went unnoticed but um, that, might, that might be worth checking out to see how if he, he's better at a deeper role Aye, I mean I think he could be I'm not saying he's a bad actor he's good and he's obviously Thor and stuff but yeah I didn't like him I didn't like I'm not a big fan of the Extraction movie oh really and um, I don't fan of, I'm not, not really a fan of him in the Extraction movie either there was a, a an article he's interested in playing Wolverine I think yeah yeah, yeah I've seen that but I'm like why it's weird because he's obviously going to be remembered as Thor. It'd be like Hugh Jackman playing Thor all of a sudden. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a kind of weird choice to... I think as well, see, personally, I'm a big fan of the character Wolverine, and I'm a massive fan of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Aye. And, obviously, in Logan, we've seen that story come to a close, and I was happy with it coming to a close. I was happy with the way they did it as well. So, I'm not desperate to see another Wolverine movie in general, especially not with Chris Hemsworth, I'm not going to lie. That's pretty much how I feel. I just feel like it's good to leave it for a wee while. Yep. I saw somebody done a cool um, like fan film on YouTube ages ago. It was like Deadpool going to Wolverine's grave and he's got like the serum stuff to resurrect oh, right, him. Yeah. But it was more like a comedy type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So like that was pretty funny but I just leave it be, do you know what I mean? Maybe. Hugh Jackman called it at the perfect time. Aye, like... Because no doubt he would have been offered a contract to do more films. Aye. There's no lies about it and I think he's just done the right thing. They had to even make him look older in the film. Like, yeah. Oh, it's digital, surprisingly. Still in mad buff shape, isn't he? Aye. Aye, he's going to be like that for... Hugh Jackman's got some workout programme. Aye. He was saying that, he's like, he thought, 
the whole workout thing was just lifting loads of weights, but it's all the diet. He had no idea that it was mostly diet based. Six so. pack is made in the kitchen, Dave. Aye, so they say, aye. <laughs> well, that's the first I've heard that. <laughs> saying, so. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, but aye. But no, I think um, I'm, I, I'm excited for a, a new Mad Max movie. Aye, I am as well. It's um, funny how we went in a big circle here. I know. Because we're back talking about. What's his name? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Jesus. Well, I mean, I don't really want to talk about, but it's kind of. No, but it's just, could have had a, we could have had a great cut off into that, but it's um, I'm a big fan of the. I was going to say the trilogy, but it's there's four films now. But Mad Max in general, I'm a big fan of Beyond Thunderdome. People kind of. I'm about to say that is my favourite. I don't know how cheesy it is, but it's, I, it's my favourite. Obviously, um, Road Warrior is considered the best in it. Yeah, probably is, but I, mainly because of that the, the actual practical effects in I, that one, which obviously are amazing, but. I like Thunderdome. That's the one I watch I like the Thunder most. Thunderdome a lot. Apart from um, Fury Road. Fury Road, ten, no, Fury Road is obviously I'd say it is the best, and Road Warriors a close second. But I just like Thunderdome. There's yeah, something it's very kind of. Like it's like the tail end of the eighties, and there's something very eighties about the whole thing. Yep. The cinematography is amazing, and that's the one I go back to the most. I just enjoy watching it. Oh. Who's in that again? What's what's the female? Music. Uh, Tina Turner. That's it. I, I was I was in my head. I, I was torn between her and Dolly Parton, but I knew it was one of them. <laughs> Dolly, imagine Dolly Parton. In that I'd, I'd be even better. Like it probably would actually. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So I I'll keep an eye out for more information on that, and that's definitely a film I'm interested in checking out. Aye. I need to watch Fury Road again. Actually, I've not watched it in a while. So yeah, it's a good film. Some of the CGI stands out a wee bit at home though. I remember seeing the seeing it in cinemas, and obviously. There's so much practical stuff, but um, some of the CGI is a wee bit. I feel like the fire and stuff, but a very mild complaint for an, yeah. o- an overall like five star film. So anything else? Anything else on the uh, movie news? I was going to say it's this is something that's been floating about for ever and ever, but um, everybody's talking about Tarantino doing this fourth Star Trek film. Yep. Because obviously we finished with Star Trek Discovery. That kind of closed off the... David is actually referring to the 2016 film, Star Trek Beyond, Stupid Prick. Aye, aye, yeah. so the, I was going to say Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine. Um, Chris Pine. I didn't know if you were referring to... Uh, I've not seen that Netflix Star Trek movie uh, program yet. No, in fact, is that part of the Kelvin timeline? That's what I was wondering. I think uh, it is part of that I think timeline. It is, I think it's like, connected to them Chris Pine movies in a way. I think so. But there's a difference between the CBS and Paramount Star Trek. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not a big Trekkie, but... but... Aye, Star Trek is all over the place. Aye. It's so confusing. For me, it's funny because I've never kind of got past just the initial program that I used to watch when I was young at, like, my nana's house. So, when, like, Data and it looked a bit clunky and that. Aye, no, it definitely is, like, Next Generation, I, I do actually like that. That's probably one, if I watch any of it, I watch it the most. But I think the latest thing I've seen is Jonathan Frakes. He plays Commander Riker in Next Generation. So, the guy with the beard, he's next to Captain Picard. Oh, think. yeah, yeah. Um, they've basically, he's given his thoughts on a Tarantino Star Trek. I'm guessing he's for it. I mean, I didn't read it. I'm, not, I'm at the point, I'm like, this film's never going to happen. Do you know what I mean? It's one of these things, it's just like kind of, the fans would love it, so they're going to keep talking about it. Yeah. And Tarantino's so. a big Star Trek fan, so we spoke about this before recording. I I don't think a Tarantino Star Trek movie would be oh, mostly it wouldn't be good, but it doesn't jump off the page to me. 
No, it doesn't make me think, oh, this would be amazing. Apparently he's got like a story that's based on an episode of the original series that he really likes or something, so... Okay. If it's just a kind of spin-off type thing or one-off, like, it'd be interesting to see it, but I'd bet, like, my remaining kidney on the fact that it's never going to get made, so... (laughs) It's it's just... It's it's never going to be a thing, but people are just going to keep talking about it, and Tarantino's obviously going to keep talking about it, so... It's just a bit... Not annoying, because you can ignore it if you want, but I put my notes, Tarantino, Star Trek, please stop, so... (laughs) (laughs) It's just because people are acting as if it's a thing that's in the, the kind of studio... Pipeline sort of thing. And aye, or aye, exactly. Or it's like he's just waiting it's pre-production for production right now. Aye, like, aye. aye, And they're like, will Chris Hemsworth? No, will Chris Pine return oh. for? Will Chris Pine return for the Tarantino Star Trek film? I'm like, what's Tarantino Star Trek film? Are you talking about? <laughs> it's not going to be a thing. <laughs> it's the same. He spoke to Pierce Brosnan in the the nineties, I think, about a Bond film he wanted to do. Like him and Pierce Brosnan were in a bar or whatever. That would have been. Not I've actually I've got way more time for that. Aye, that'd be so a classy. Tarantino I mean. Pierce Brosnan Bond movie. Aye, bring that. Would that would be mega. <laughs> That's the thing. I love Pierce Brosnan um, as Bond. I just don't think he's in very good Bond films. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. Like Goldeneye's good. I have a soft spot for Goldeneye, and it's not because I played the game or anything. Like that was kind of before my yeah. my time. But um, which one's the Pierce Brosnan one where he he drives the big kind of blacked out jet or the boat up the Thames at the start? Oh, um, you know what I'm talking about. Aye, is it maybe? Is it maybe the world's not enough? I'm not sure. What happens in that one? That's one with Robert Carlyle. That's the one. Aye, aye. I love that film. You like that one? Oh, aye. again, it's total pish and it's so cheesy, but I'm all for that. That's 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 well. Well, that's great. the thing. They start off obviously with Goldeneye, a wee bit cheesy. They balanced it pretty well. Obviously, the guy is it Alan Cummings. He plays the Russian guy. Yeah, with the pen and all that, and he gets frozen at the end. Obviously, that's kind of cheesy. Yeah, um, yeah. He's got like, a bullet in his head that's like aye. in his head. I don't know. But um, so like the, the, there was the wee elements of cheesiness, but they just kind of get worse and worse with the Pierce Brosnan films. Yeah. Sadly, because I think he's one of the best like cast James Bonds ever. Apart from obviously we said Daniel Craig. Before. Yeah, I like him. He's he's like suave. He's he's in like yeah yeah he kind of like your picture of a James Bond. I, I I like him. If you put him in the right the right film, he could be. On par with like a Daniel Craig or yeah. Sean Connery. I think he's a good actor as well. I, li- I like him as an actor overall. I a fun wee fact. I actually, see if you look at his face, he's got a bit of a scar on his lip. Okay. Uh, that was actually they were shooting Goldeneye, and um, I think there's a bit of fights a pilot or something, and the helmet he had on like bashed his face and like scarred all his face. Oof. They had to like shut down production for it to heal, and he's like always had a scar. So ah. if you ever see him talking, you'll notice it. It looks like a wee dimple above his above his lip. Gonna so. look out for that now. Uh, it's just a fun wee fact, you know. Oh, I like it. Tarantino Star Trek's never happening, but then again, people say Donald Trump would never be president, and <laughs> I mean that was a kind of worse outcome. I can, I don't think a Tarantino Star Trek film is going to cause any hassle. Do you no, know I, mean? I don't think so. I would like to see it, but I'm not holding out for it. What is it? So this week, I finished watching Cobra Kai. Oh, nice. We can talk about that. Totally finished it. Um, I liked it. I actually thoroughly enjoyed season two overall. Like I said, I think I said to you at the start, I wasn't really feeling the start of the season two, but in the end, came out loving it. I was the same. It kind of it starts off you're like, I like you, Danny, but I keep calling him Danny. Nobody ever calls him Danny. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but um, I Daniel Larusso and his kind of family. I'm just kind of like ah, whatever, but you like them even though you feel like they're a bit annoying sort of thing. Yeah, he is annoying, and always feel like they make they make, they make him a bit too like off the cuff in terms of 
not actually looking at a situation like we've seen in season two when his daughter Nat gets she gets drunk and goes to the house uh, that's not a real reaction for me that's just like, like boots the door open uh, it's like uh, a fake reaction to even just to how like angry Nat he is and, uh, that's what um, I was going to say like always he kind of seems to start the shit most of the time I know it makes you think like did you see the bit in the restaurant I'm talking about yeah yeah and he's like taking the piss out of the fact he's drinking a Coors. I'm like, guy just wants a beer when he's done. Exactly. Basically being like, they're sitting there drinking like an expensive cocktail and he's having a beer and it's like, oh, like pure like lower class or something. Aye. And then he's like, like making a fool of the fact he can't pronounce the, the the names of the food on the menu. And I'm like... Yeah. Makes I, you think that maybe in the in the movies we've seen the wrong side of the coin. I mean, I is That's what I like about it. They're not just... They have sw- obviously we said they switched it and made they've not made him the bully but they're showing you it for both sides sort of thing yeah did you see the wee dream sequence I was talking about with the, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I, it's the, it was cheesy and it was good I liked but it's it. the fact they cut to him like lying smiling while he's asleep <laughs> I just loved that it was so funny <laughs> yeah I did um, yeah, like I said in the season 2 uh, I really liked it though the final episode of season 2 although it was good it probably was the worst choreography of the fighting in the whole show so far well I didn't know what he I was going to talk about that last time, but it would have spoiled too much. It would have. It definitely would have, and I'm glad you didn't. They try and do it like a big one-take fight scene in this school, yeah. and you can see all the kind of pseudo-cuts where it kind of goes bloody between people and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right, so you cut the camera and chopped him out of that frame and dragged them across. Yeah, and... for me, that the choreography was a real letdown because it it has it had been pretty good quality throughout this, this show so far. I did. I, I thought the, it took a big, bold move at the end as well. I liked it. I think they were just... In terms of choreography, sorry, they were maybe stretching their budget a wee bit too, too thin. Okay, sort yeah. Sort of thing. But I, I like the ending. Well, I assume you're talking about um, Miguel falling down the stairs. But M- Miguel getting kicked off the blooming balcony, aye. But aye. That's the thing, that's a big series sequence and it's like really iffy green screen. Like Yeah, when he's fallen. Aye. Like, I know, just I didn't understand him. that because it didn't need to be like that. See if they just cut to him like a big brutal shot of him smashing his back which, see, which they, they do they, they could have just didn't even need to they could literally just have him go over have like, a, like maybe two seconds of slow-mo mm-hmm. and then just cut to black and have it re- re-emerge in the hospital with the frame and stuff aye. Aye, aye. You, wouldn't even, you wouldn't even have to have him like hit the banister because it was him he said he was going to get aye, he's going to get fucked, get fucked. <laughs> like you're like that's a I mean, that's a wheelchair job right well, there well it's at least two flights if all was done I'm sure aye, aye exactly. so it's, it's pretty high up that's what I was saying it gets spoiled for me because I hadn't watched the, the final episode and I saw a teaser pitch and it's him with like, the big metal frame on his skull oh no it. way that would like, ruin it I'm like, alright, so it gets fucked up, obviously. I'm more than fucked up, but... But I, th- I like the way they've done that with Bobby, the kind of... Um, no, Robbie, I always call him Bobby. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of friends when Rachel's dad's talking about her chiropractor. <laughs> Robert Bobby. That's the doctor's name. <laughs> and she, she's getting dead frustrated because he keeps getting the name wrong. That's, that's also Bruce Willis. Actually, is that? He's an, <laughs> that's so on? strange, <laughs> But... Um, <laughs> Oh. Aye, he's like next to Jennifer Aniston he's still, his face is still tripping him do you know what I mean like, yeah. he's going to make the guy happy aye so they, they kind of done the thing with, with Robbie where eh, maybe he's still a bit of a dick because he just booted somebody off a flight of stairs so he definitely is still a dick I aye, don't like so, him don't like him at all I mean I've never liked him really um, like I say he's very I don't like any of them Miyagi-Do karate fucking <laughs> Miyagi-Do Miyagi-Do <laughs> <laughs> um, like so I like the fact they've not just made him the hero like he's it's a kind of love square really it's not a triangle yeah because you've got the other girl the kickboxing girl who's stabbing people I, I was she was I like that when she put the the uh, uh, bracelet down as like a 
knuckled duster. Like a chip. <laughs> but that was class. I was like, that's so council, I love it. See, watching that whole sequence, I'm like, right, somebody needs to get done for assault here. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Because Aye, teachers absolutely. are getting kicked in the back and a teacher's like, fuck this, I don't pay enough. And... I did, um, what was it? I did like, it was funny that, because... I don't know about you, but I, I was actually just rooting for all the characters the show probably didn't really want you rooting for in that scene. Aye. You know aye, what aye. I mean? Like, <laughs> oh no, aye, that's the way I felt, but um, it's just, aye, it was pretty brutal, but like I say, obviously it's about war and karate dojos, and aye. it's very like, it's grounded to a certain extent, but I'm like, somebody's going to jail here, surely. Cause a- she, she's absolutely. Like, she's surely like a... School's going to have, uh, what was it, um, metal scanners in the front aye. doors from now on. Well, I mean... Bobby's getting done for manslaughter at least. Yeah, see, I that's it. Like, if the, if the next season kicks off and it's just like, oh, he's I'm, been expelled from school. I been expelled from school. You really shouldn't have done that, son. Oh, I'm really sorry. Like, like <laughs> absolutely not. You guys going straight to detention centre. Like, aye, and then that girl's assaulted somebody with a weapon. So she might not press charges. Maybe because she kind of started it as well. No, but you know what these Larusos are like. Do you know I mean? know, They're right? right mm. So. Chasing a penny all the time. <laughs> How do you think he opened his first dealership? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought it was so cheap. That whole, like, ugh, it was just so cheesy. It was like, you know how I started my own dealership? I went, I, I just worked harder than everyone else. Aye. Oh, they can see through your salesman bullshit. Aye. Apparently, and I'm like, but you're kind of like that already. Aye. You're giving away wee trees. Like, Aye. Away up the road. Aye, the wee bonsais. Aye. See, I went buy a car and somebody was like, yeah, free bonsai tree with every car, but like, that's a gimmick. That's a thing I liked that was pretty meta. Um, when, when he's in the, the, I think it's the day they're trying to meet their quota or something for the yeah. 10 cars and they're like, oh people probably ask you this all the time but can you do the kick for a photo? And I'm like, that's funny because people do that in real life do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of playing on that so I seen, I, I watched a YouTube video like uh, things you didn't notice and it was actually a good one, it was actually things I, I didn't notice but um, there's a few kind of cool things like the wee kind of headband he wears, the blue and white one oh, yeah. is the one from the original film like the actual prop. The actual original ah, film, right, which is pretty, he's which kept is pretty cool, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. He's obviously kept that as memorabilia and obviously throwback to, like, a film that he probably loved to star in. Nah, well, the only film he starred in. No, I'm kidding. I don't no, know. He's, he's done other stuff, but something I felt was a bit forced, though. Um, like I was saying about the, the restaurant scene, they're, like, bonding over the fact the waitress got the order wrong. Ah. Uh, I'm like, you could have done this a wee bit better. Yeah. They're like, I mean, write it down, right? And they both agree on it. And Proper mansplaining as well. Aye. So they're like ordering something kind of. It's very specific. They'll have something a wee bit specific, like no cheese, whatever. Aye. He's like, sure, you're not going to write that down. And he's like, I write it down. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, you could have bonded over something different. Yeah, absolutely. And then I have a wee bit of a problem with the whole ending where John Kreese took over the dojo. I'm like, ah, is it, I, uh, was that he, was so rushed. But was he like waiting for a kid to get assaulted to the point he's in a wheelchair <laughs> and take over the. Do you know what I mean? It's I like, just thought it was so rushed in terms of like, yes, we've seen him at one point cleaning the office at one point. Aye. But then we never seen him make a deal. We never seen him meet with the other guy. We, we never seen these things actually that happen. Was maybe more for the shock factor, even though you knew it was coming a mile away, sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. But um, it's just the fact that he walked in and he was just like. Um, I've taken over here now. It's more the fact that, well, as well with that, the fact that all students just turn on him. Like, John. Ah, exactly. You, you made him show mercy, that's why he's in the hospital. Like, so we're going to follow. Um, ah, he's going to start Crease. breaking folks' arms, aye. And, like, that for me, it's Crease's plan as well. It's very, like I say, what was he waiting to, Was he just waiting for something bizarre to happen so he yeah. could step in? Also, I, I, I did say last, uh, last episode, and I still stand by it, I wasn't. 
I didn't particularly care for the range reduction increase. I really didn't. I don't mind him. I, I, I do quite. He's probably going to be a good adversary. Um, I, I'm assuming Johnny goes and joins Miyagi, though. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I'd say I see that coming. Yeah. You know. Um. So that's what I'm kind of thinking. But then again, you you lose that dynamic of the um Daniel Johnny kind of. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't have them bickering with each other in the same dojo. Ah, it's, it'd be a bit. It would be get a bit old. It'd be a bit forced as well. So obviously, that I feel like they're always going to be like. Is it, I think frenemies is the term they use. Frenemies, oh. So you can tell they do kind of. They've done that a few times already. They kind of not forgive each other, but there's wee glimpses of. Oh, they could probably get along, but I, I don't see them. Well, yeah, because they had that when he, when he gave him the charger, as in the car, ah, yeah. not like his phone I mean. charger. Aye, he said it. Um, they went out for like a drink after it and that, and they were getting on. Like they were, they were the, catching up and they were having a good time had, with they it. They had things in common and stuff, and the kind of teaser at the end is um, Ali sends him a friend request on uh, Facebook to Johnny when he chucks his phone in the sand. Yeah, 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 I've seen that, yeah. So I assume she's coming back. Ah, she'll be coming back. So maybe that's going to be the, the thing that kind of brings the two of them together, possibly. This is a really weird film trailer. This is like that Jumanji where they split bodies and Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. You can, you can cut this bit. I've just no, no. It's... I've just seen Vince Vaughn. And I was just like, what? What's he up to now? I like Vince Vaughn. I do. I like him, but he does some shit. It's funny. I actually prefer his his Psycho to the original Psycho. <laughs> I, I know. We're cutting this, but I <laughs> absolutely. So well, so I've been watching this week. So I finished Cobra Kai. Hi. Finished Cobra Kai. I've given up on Ratchet. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't went back to it since we first spoke about it. So clearly, I'm not super into it. Um, I finished off watching the remaining Harry Potter films I was meant to, I was watching, oh. so, um, weirdly enough, obviously, I didn't jump into it from the very start, I jumped into it from Goblet of Fire, so I only watched four films. Aye, that's yeah, right. four films, parts, so, right. but, great, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so that's all good. Um, I started watching a new show on Netflix, well, not new, but new to me, uh, Kingdom, it's like about an MMA gym. Ah, oh, right, right. It's I've like, seen it's that like one. It's kind of a typical kind of drama program, but the acting is really good. Aye. The acting is really, really good. The storylines are really solid. They're a bit mad, like heaven. Some mad stuff goes on, but it's like the acting is good enough to kind of pull it off. That it's almost believable. Aye, aye. And the only other kind of new film that I watched recently, and. Oof, it's not a good recommendation, but it was that Bloodshot with Vin Diesel that came out right before lockdown. Oh, right, right. The one where he plays, like, yes, like, artificially enhanced. Aye. Um, I watched that. It had potential, but it really it really wasn't good. I can't remember the name of the director, but he, he helped. He was a visual something on Age of Ultron, like, something through the effects. Like a visual effects supervisor type thing I think so I'm gonna double check because it was it was a strange one it was weird that obviously it was in it was in his like kind of list of things he's done so I, I actually presumed at first he was the actual director of Age of Ultron oh, right, right. but oh Joe Sweden no so the director was Dave Wilson Dave Wilson he was the I visual effects for Age of Ultron but what's it what's more interesting is he's the only other apart from this the only other real thing that he's done with like people in it there isn't anything all of his other stuff has been video games oh really so for example halo wars visual effects mass effect 2 visual effects 
um, Star Wars The Force Unleashed and The Old Republic mm-hmm. um, Guardians of Middle Earth Bioshock Infinite he was, he was visual effects for that yeah, so and it's funny because parts of this film when it almost was like a bit out of a video game were pretty solid oh, yeah. and the effects actually were pretty good so you can kind of see that he was good at what he normally does but I definitely think they shouldn't have gave him this film well that's what they did with well they did Tim Miller did that with Deadpool he was um, like oh, game. he came from a gaming background like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the gaming cinematics he did or just game development in general but he went from that to Deadpool then uh, Terminator Dark Fate so and I, I I like Deadpool and I actually do like Terminator Dark Fate I like that film everybody kicked that about when it yeah yeah it, it really didn't get good reviews I, I've no idea why but people were like oh it's because it's an all female cast I liked the all female cast yeah. I thought they were amazing um, I had no problem with any of that I just I think the story was decent as well I mean we did it with Terminator at this point so aye, apart from to try and take it in a completely fresh direction aye so like I enjoyed it a lot and I thought they used Arnold well they did now yeah I, I liked the what is it Carol his name yeah, was yeah. he's like I'm extremely funny like stupid things like that like, <laughs> I, I think they handled it all pretty well and I think Tim Miller and James Cameron butted heads a bit in exaggeration but Apparently he would Tim Miller really pushed his own ideas a lot for him, wasn't he like I'm just going to do what James Cameron tells me. So yeah. which I think James Cameron would have respected because he's that kinda he's that kind of person. So I I'd really like that film. I'd like to see if they did any more Terminators like let him do it, you know what I mean? See, because obviously Ar- Arnie's at a point where he's not exactly jumping back into a big action role. No. So for me they really they really should just do a whole fresh Terminator. Aye, like why not? New cast, female cast, male cast, I really don't mind. Just make it fresh and obviously hopefully make it as good as you can. The funny thing is, Tim Miller really didn't want... I'm saying Tim Miller, I'm 99% sure that's his name, just in case oh, I'm like... Oh, right, I'll, I'll check for you. I'm definitely sure it is, but he really didn't want the I'll be back line in. See when Sarah Connor drops the... or she shoots the grenade thing. Oh right, explosion yeah. Goes oh, off, yeah. Like, I'll be back. Aye, it is. He, he like that tried, was in the trailers for it. Yeah. He, he tried to fight that. He's like, no, it's been said so many times. It is Tim Miller. All right, so I was right as usual. No, I'm kidding. Um, but he really didn't want that line in at all. And they just the shooter was like, no, it's terminate. You have to have I'll be back. Like, what are you talking about? So, <laughs> but she says it's so kind of no ironically, it's almost ironically the way she says it. Like, she's like, oh, I'll be back. So at least they've done something kind of different. But yeah. I, just, I remember that being like almost one of the big selling points for the um, for the, the trailer when it came out is that um, what's his name for Stranger Things yeah well so that is Hubie Halloween which uh, if you are if you are keen to keep listening we in a future episode will have a wee bit quite something different a bit exciting happening with Hubie Halloween so definitely keep yeah, I'm very excited for it. Very, very excited. It'll be a bit of different format, but I think it'll be really good. So keep your ears pinned for that one. I think it'll be a good laugh, actually. I'm not going to give away what we're doing, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Aye. I'm very excited for it. Well, I don't know what the film's probably going to be pish, but it'll be a good film's probably going to be terrible, but as a way of doing the podcast, it's going to be fun. That will probably make the film more enjoyable, if anything. I think so. I think most films are more enjoyable when you watch them with somebody. That's the kind of thing, like they say, never watch the room by yourself because it's just bizarre. <laughs> Hi, it's just you laughing at a terribly bad movie. But when you're with someone, you almost joke and because you're experiencing it together, you're like, oh my gosh, how was this made? Aye. 
slightly shorter this week, but like I said, it's been a bit of a been a bit of a slow week. Definitely slower, and we're not like we don't really cover like comic book things or anything, so no, it's not the kind of thing we can just jump no. into all this different news. But no, because I, I I like to keep it mainly movies, some TV programs if it's obviously someone of note that's in it or um, a program that we particularly like. Aye, exactly. Um, According to Spotify, we're only TV and pop culture, so I need to try and change the tags. I don't know why they just set us as that, so... Yeah, exactly. I wonder if we can get that changed. Because I set it as films and pop culture, but then they said pick a third. No, it was like films, TV, then pick a third one. Pick pop culture. Yeah. Just change it to TV and pop culture. So I'll try and change it, but maybe do it again. But just try resubmit the the list so it chooses them instead. I don't know. I could try that. Well, yeah. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah. Catch us all next week. <laughs>